0: How do you prepare your home for the coronavirus? Literally, we have shopping tips you need to hear and act on. Plus, we have the author of the Broke Millennial book series, Erin Lowry, that and so much more on this edition of Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money With Friends Podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebell, host of the Financial Grown-Up Podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City.
1: And I'm Erin Lowry, author of the Broke Millennial Series, coming to you from Queens, New York.
0: We did a double intro there. Anyway, this is the money news show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape, like my dear friend, Aaron. We break them down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. And big thanks, by the way, to Joust for supporting Money with Friends. Joust is the nation's only all-inclusive banking platform for the self-employed pay armor joust invoice payment guarantee product supports the 71% of the gig economy workforce that experiences non-payment you can sign up for joust for free at try.joust.com forward slash mwf enter the promo code money with friends and you will get 100 in credits that is try.joust.com forward slash MWF. Erin, welcome back. This is your third appearance on Money with Friends. We're so happy to have you.
1: Yeah, it's great to be back. This is one of my favorite to film slash record.
0: And you're squeezing us in while you are under the gun getting ready for your third book. Oh, my goodness. In, In less time than I've done even the second book.
1: Yep. So book number three, has been due for a minute. My editor does have about 75% of the manuscript, so I'm not withholding all of it. So she's getting started on edits, but it will come out December 29th of 2020. So I will have put out three and five years and two and back to back years. And then I'm going to take a break, guys. It's going to be Ooh. great.
0: Yes, well we we're we've been talking behind the scenes. We're not going to reveal anything yet, but we'll see what that break looks like. I bet you do something very interesting and possibly very unexpected but awesome definitely. Yeah. Let's see. Uh we're going to talk about the coronavirus, but we're going to be very specific about things that you can actually do to protect your yourself and your family and your home and the people that you care about. So, um Hang on. We're going to see which one of our friends, Kent, is going to lead us into the show, into the headline.
1: What's good? This is Rich from Paychecks and Balances and P.E. ratios, stock purchase plans, Federal Reserve meetings. We must be getting ready for another episode of Money with Friends. Well, I will go ahead and kick it off because I actually pulled this article And really, I was inspired by all of the chatter about like, oh, my goodness, what if you get quarantined? So the topic is what to buy for your home emergency kit if you're quarantined during the coronavirus outbreak. Now, as we all know, the novel coronavirus spreads and is putting many more people under home quarantine. Hundreds of U.S. citizens evacuated from China's Hubei province, where the outbreak originated, have undergone a mandatory two-week quarantine on military bases across the U.S., And of course, all of those people that were aboard the Diamond Princess cruise ship have also been put under quarantine. Now, we're not going to get into all of the information in this article about how it spreads. We're just going to scroll right down to talk about some of the things that you should have in your home. Now, one thing that the CDC does recommend is having a 14-day supply of food for everyone in your household. Now, they want you to focus on dry and canned goods that are easy to prepare and obviously that wouldn't spoil some of the things that they mention. Dry goods like rice, pasta, beans, and oats should be the foundation of your stockpile, according to Alyssa Pike, a registered dietitian and manager of nutrition communications at the, wait for it, International Food Information Council, she recently told Business Insider. And you should also stock up on canned foods that contain liquids such as tomatoes, beans, and tuna. And mind you, that tuna, I believe, should be in water, not oil, because it gives you a little extra boost of hydration. And these excess liquids can also be used to cook dried foods, such as the rice and pasta. You just need to make sure you have a can opener. They also recommend that you don't forget comforting items like chocolate and coffee. I personally would also throw in peanut butter into that list. And they say that you need to keep a gallon of water a day for each person.
0: All right. Picking up, make sure you have hygienic products like soap, hand sanitizer, toilet paper, tissues, feminine care products, and diapers. Um, It may sound simple, but regular and thorough hand washing is one of the best and easiest ways to protect yourself from the coronavirus, according to the CDC. Um, So you have to make sure that you have those things in your quarantine kit. And of course, don't forget things like toilet paper, tissues, feminine care products, and diapers if you have small children in in your household. If possible, get a 30-day supply of your prescription medications. Um, Also, maintain a first aid kit with supplies, excuse me, to treat common injuries. You should have an at-home first aid kit to treat um, things like cuts, scrapes, swelling, sprains, strains, and more according to the Red Cross. Also, make sure that your kit has things like antibiotic ointment packs, gauze, bandages, thermometers, scissors, tweezers, and an emergency blanket.
1: And they also say to make sure that you pick up extra medical supplies or other personal supplies you might need, like contact lenses, hearing aid batteries, for example, and things that are over-the-counter medicine, like pain relievers, coughs, and cold medicines. I feel like a lot of these are things that we probably should already, quote-unquote, stockpile in our homes anyway, like that first aid kit that Bobby just mentioned now, one thing that everyone has been freaking out about stockpiling and maybe we could skip are actually the face masks. The CDC recommends that masks are only for select groups people in a region experiencing an outbreak, healthcare workers treating the coronavirus patients, and anyone who experiences flu like symptoms. They also talk about getting copies of your health records to have on you just in case. And one thing that I'm going to add in there. Because Bobby added the point about diapers for your baby. I'm also going to say stockpile some pet food for your pets because that's not mentioned in here. And those guys, as we mentioned in our last episode, are very, very important.
0: And their health records, too, right? Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, because they do need to know, for example, if someone is going to care for your pet, if something happens to you. They do need to know that. I mean, even when you go to get your pet room, they do check that they had the proper vaccinations um, because there's other pets around and they want to keep everyone safe. So that's actually a good thing. Yeah. And um, yeah, and of course, the final thing I think is my favorite. Of course. Um, and that is don't forget about your mental health. Obviously, you know. Um,
1: you it recommends can...
0: binging Netflix shows. Yes, So yes. Hey, doctor's orders. Doctor's orders. And of course, read some books. Maybe you should download some podcasts too, right? Definitely, definitely. Um, We taped this live in front of a Facebook audience. And we have a lot of our friends here. We have um, one of our as part of our money with friends community, one of our former uh, guest co host Sandy Smith is here. And uh, she has a comment. You want to grab that, Erin?
1: Yes, great idea. Actually, from Sandy, if you can get your medication filled through the mail, or the auto refill, it'll save you a trip to the pharmacy and less exposure to people. Plus, it's usually cheaper. Also, in an intimate share, I would also say I actually get my feminine sanitary products on, sent to me in the mail as well. So you can do those too. I never and that. And they
0: are on auto, so I don't even have to think about buying them. That is quite genius. And these are a lot of these, by the way, the interesting thing is a lot of these tips are things that we should be doing anyway. We should be washing our hands all the time anyway, especially with all the grossness. Yeah. And the grossness is not always where you think, I mean, I heard a report yesterday. We think about the grossest is sort of of in public transportation and it is for sure, but also our homes. We need to watch what we do. We need to practice all the best habits in terms of keeping our homes as clean as possible. I am guilty. I'm getting better at it because my husband's always nudging me about it. Cleaning your computer, for example, your computer computer. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Well, one
1: of my big ones too, and people think I'm super neurotic. I live in New York City. It's super gross. My husband and I both take the subway all the time. Clothes that have been in the subway don't even darken the doorstep of our bedroom. Like you really? change before, because funnily enough, we actually don't have a closet in our bedroom. So none of our clothes <laughs> are in there. So we're never on our bed with outdoor clothes, anything like that. And then also shoes come off as soon as you enter our house. That's so very there's little neurotic. ways that we're trying to keep it nice and clean.
0: A lot of New Yorkers do have a policy, and we do, where everyone takes off their shoes when they come in because of all the grossness. Gross. want. To- I do
1: oh, have ahead. a theory go. about being New Yorkers during an outbreak like this, and this is very much not backed up by medicine, but <laughs> we live in a cesspool, essentially. So I think our immune systems are very, very strong. So while everyone is freaking out about this virus, I'm like, you know what? Maybe it won't spread so bad here because we're all living in a germy cesspool anyway with very strong immune systems. That's not factual. It's just what makes me feel better.
0: No, but there's something to that. I remember when my son was born, there were two theories. One was to purell everything and keep them very um, everything around them super sanitary. And the other theory was expose them to everything, let them get sick, build their immune system, and then they won't get sick. In theory. They'll, they'll mm-hmm. have a big. They'll have a, They'll grow up with a stronger immune system. And I went with this, the the second one where I didn't purell everything. I kind of let him be exposed to the germiness and all the grossness of New York. And he has not really had a lot of those kind of common cold things growing up. After that first year, the first year was a little bit dicey, and I definitely yeah. had my doubts. But after that, he really, I believe, has a stronger immune system because of that. As gross as it is here in New York. Hey, we put, our, we put our money friends on the spot. Um, we asked them, well, I'm going to put you on the spot. Sorry, I meant to say, Erin. Um, we asked our money friends, um, have they made emergency coronavirus kits? And the answer shifted around a bit here. Um, we actually got quite a bit of answers. And uh, you want to tell me what you think? What percentage have made emergency home kits and what have not?
1: So I'm going to say 20% have, 80% have not.
0: Well, you had the direction correct. It is other way ten. No, no, you had the direction correct. Oh, oh, okay. you were correct. 20%. It's just the percentages um, are a little more extreme. Only ten percent have. Yeah, ten percent of our money friends that answered this poll in the last, let's say, fourteen hours, said that they have made no. emergency home kits for coronavirus.
1: Here's my question: The people who do have those emergency home kits, are they actually for coronavirus, or are we repurposing emergency kits for like hurricanes or Blizzards or other sort of disasters. And we're like, hey, now it's a coronavirus
0: one. Because they're we'll not that throw different. In some Clorox waves. Yeah, they're really not that different. Except for maybe if you have the masks, but we're already talking about the fact that the masks are not that big a deal. So masks a are not
1: that big a deal. Another thing, my husband has a huge beard. So apparently if you have beards, they're pretty ineffective because your mask won't seal to your face. And also apparently with people who are not used to wearing them, it can actually be worse because you're going to touch your face so much more adjusting them, you know, that's annoying you, whatever it is. So it actually could make the spread to you faster. And then one of my friends saw a woman boarding an airplane with the mask, and she was holding it on the handle of her luggage. And let me tell you, that is one of the dirtiest places to be putting your mask if you're going to be putting it on on an airplane.
0: And also not effective.
1: Absolutely not.
0: But we did ask our our money friends on Instagram what they'd be putting in those kits or what they thought about it. You have some of those answers.
1: Oh, let me find that. Well, I know I saw Clorox wipes. Hand sanitizer. Dried goods is obviously a huge one that we're going to be putting in. And do you want to pull us some of the other ones? I'm having to pull yeah. up here.
0: Um, right. So we Next have year. Josh MC said nothing yet, but wife asked if we could stock up on Clorox, Clorox wipes. Um, Jessica Gabarino said nothing. Um, Debt-free millennial said nothing. Vincent said, nah, I just stocked up on chunky soup. Um saying I'm ready for a two week vacation. I mean, quarantine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm curious how many people would actually get vacation on this though, with so many of our jobs being done remotely.
0: Yeah. I think you'd probably be working from home. Um, Tyler says he is emergency, you know, emergent with the letter yes. C that's probably a good one. Cause it always, I think helps your immune system. Maybe we should all, why is that on that? Maybe that should be on the list, right? We should all be taking that. That's not a bad idea. It is.
1: I'm actually all about those, especially when I travel a lot. Before I travel, I always do one in the morning and then during travel, I usually take them because I feel like that's when my system is most vulnerable.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to take them. I'm about to leave for Orlando. Um, Also, some extra groceries so we can stay away from people if we need to be. Um, uh, We have Jaxter Water Food Hand Sanitizer Lysol Wipes. And Annette, nothing, but I'm thinking about taking advantage of cheap flights and hotel rates. Well, there's a flip side to the story.
1: Yep. One of my girlfriends just texted me the other day and said, hey, I know you're not a cruise person, but cruises are really cheap right now. And I said, still can't entice me to do one.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, I think there's, I don't know about cruises right now. That's a tough, tough situation. I feel bad for that industry because they do get hit a lot when these kinds of things happen. But maybe this will also motivate them to, as much as they can, and to some degree, maybe it is limited. I don't know enough about that business. Really keep those clean. I mean, I know in airplanes, I once did an Instagram story. It was so gross. I was on a flight, and the seats were, like, enough separated that you could see the garbage in between. And it looked like it hadn't been cleaned for months. It was just, like, piles of, like, disgusting, like nuts with like hair. It was just reasons. I'm going to make our audience throw up. I don't know. It was so gross. And I asked to move and they wouldn't move me. And it was a very negative experience. It was was so gross. So I I feel that's an upside. Maybe we'll have um, new motivations for the airlines, maybe even regulations about cleaning requirements and sanitizing the seats, because I think that that is not something that they do a good job at.
1: No, I would say not.
0: No. All right. Anything else you want to add before we roll into our takeaways soon? I'm good. All right. Let's talk. First of all, I do want to quickly just thank Joust for supporting Money with Friends. Ever thought about starting your own business? Why, yes, we have, Joust. Perhaps you wanted to begin a side passion project, but weren't sure where to begin. Ensuring a steady income will always be one of the first things that you think of and could be the reasons why you don't eventually take the leap. So this is where Joust comes in. Joust is the nation's only all-inclusive banking platform for the self-employed. Business banking can feel complicated, but Joust makes it easy. Armor, Joust's invoice payment guarantee product, supports the 71% of the gig economy workforce that experiences non-payment. You can sign up for Joust for free at try.joust.com try.joust, forward slash MWF and enter the promo code MONEYWITHFRIENDS and you will get $100 in credits. That's try.joust.com forward slash MWF. And I don't think any of us who work um, for ourselves have ever, um, I, I think most of us have experienced a uh, delayed payment. Let's say that. Oh, yes. Yes. definitely. So Joust is really good because they will help you with that and kind of be an intermediary and make sure that your clients pay you. Um, we do have one more comment. I just want to get in, um, which is some good advice from Annette, who is watching us live on Facebook. And she says, maybe people will start staying home from work or school when they're sick, which that is a big problem. It is. I actually had a friend lecture me
1: recently. I had a really bad cold about a month ago, five weeks ago, and I don't get sick very often. And I had, I was texting her and I said, you know, I still did yoga today. And that kind of made me feel kind of cleared up. And she sent back, and albeit she works in public health, all caps. You better have done that yoga at home. Ooh. So I said, "Yes, I did. It. Don't worry, I didn't go to a studio." But it is little things like that. You have to be thinking about those around you.
0: You do. We all feel like when we have a job with other people depending on us that we're not replaceable. But the truth is that we can do a lot remotely these days, and sometimes things are just more important than the work, our health, and the the health of the people around us. We have to be considerate of that as well. as really important. Let's do takeaways. Do you want to go first? Or do you want to have the final word? Sure, I'll go first because I think we very much agree on
1: this. Hey, it's always good to be prepared. You know, I shared at the beginning that I have a sticker on my front door that says, please save my dog in case of a fire. Do I think my building's going to burn down? No, I don't, but I like to be overprepared. And I do feel like maybe the coronavirus is getting a lot of media, a lot of hype that's freaking people out. And I am not yet convinced it's worse than the regular flu but it's very good to be precautious. It's good to wash your hands. It's good to stay home when you're sick, you know, taking all these measures. And hey, if you stockpile on rice and some canned goods and you live in an area that's prone to natural disasters, you just relabel it to whatever, insert disaster here, preparedness (laughs) kit in the future.
0: Love that. And it's so true. I mean, you really nailed it in that we should always be prepared. And I love what you're saying also about pets because that is something that we really have to remember. And you do see these sad stories when disasters happen and these pets are just, you know, left. And it's so, so sad. So we have to make sure that we take whatever steps we can to protect our pets as well. Um, my takeaway is that, you know, look, I liked this advice. I'm so glad that you brought this, this piece to us, Aaron. I am taking it to heart. And maybe it's something we should be doing regardless because it's something that in this case, we're getting a heads up in advance. I mean, we just had tornadoes in Tennessee mm-hmm. um, and they don't necessarily get a heads up in advance about that kind of thing. It's hard to know where it's going to hit and all that. So here we do have advanced warning that this could be something we really need to be prepared for. So we can have these unexpected situations. It's not a bad idea to have these things in place. So thank you very much to Business Insider for this article and our checklist. Absolutely. All right, where can people follow you? I know um, on Wednesdays you have your AMAs, which are hugely popular on Instagram. I do. I will say I've scaled back to every other week now just because, you know, it's... uh...
1: It's a lot of work and I've been doing it for well over a year. So a lot of the questions have been answered and you can find all of those saved in the highlights on Instagram, where you can find me at Broke Millennial blog and then on Twitter at Broke Millennial. And I do, I'm very engaged in my stories on Instagram and my DMs if you have a question. Thank you so much. Oh, and what
0: is your handle? Did you say that?
1: But I will plug it again, cause why not? It's at Broke Millennial Blog on Instagram. But on Twitter I'm just Broke Millennial. And
0: I would like to be that on Instagram too, but someone is squatting on it. Ooh, well, you'll just wait them out. I guess it'll be a a test of longevity there, but I I have confidence in you. So if you want by the way, you guys, if you want to learn more about Aaron and the rest of our co-hosts here on Money with Friends, you can get more information on our website, which is at moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also follow the show and participate in our Instagram polls and quizzes on our Instagram. You can tell we do this live our Instagram handle is at Money Friends Pod. That is also the handle on Twitter. And with that, thank you so much, Erin, for joining us. Thanks for having me back. Always fun. All right. And we will see you back here tomorrow for another edition of Money with Friends. Bye, guys.